Cut that, cut that, cut that, man. Yes. Yes, this is King Known Uncensored. The most controversial, most ignorant, out of line, out of bounds opinion in the whole entire third world country. Oh, man, you know, I had to, um, you know, I had to add some versatility to the show. You know, because, you know... I think I was lacking a little versatility here, so I figured, why not, man? Why not give one of them, why not give Alicia Keys some love, you feel me? You know, that, you know, they said third world, they, they like, uh, what, third eye rappers, they said, boom bap, they said, all Griselda, they said, I see, I said, jealousy, I said, got the whole industry mad at me, I said, and I said, I said, <laughs> man, okay, so here's the deal, <laughs> here's the deal, right, um, check this out, right, 
here's the deal. Um, New Music Fridays, it's not going to be much of New Music Fridays, you know, so I'm just going to use the only album that I was interested in today and talk about that project. So it's not really going to be New Music Fridays. So, I mean, I'm just going to title this episode, Why Would I Stop? For no reason at all. I just felt like that that that, that shit sounds cool. You know, Big Sean. Shout out to Big Sean. Yeah, man. But, you know, I have to be a little bit more versatile. Despite me talking about two subjects, mainly, but I step outside myself and be versatile. You know what I'm saying? Where do I start? Well, there were some albums that came out today. I heard Christina Aguilera drop the album. I'm like, she's still making music? Man, she should be touring. Nobody care about no new Christina Aguilera. Um, I heard NBA Youngboy supposed to be dropping something tomorrow. I don't really care. Give a fuck about Youngboy. another album that oh yeah NLE Chopper's supposed to drop something not a big fan of NLE Chopper at all but he's a good rapper though he's a good rapper he's cool but I ain't listening to a whole entire album with this guy I like dude features though dude be snapping on features I gotta give him some props even though I'm not like an avid listener or anything like that I respect NLE Chopper though I don't hate him I'm just not gonna listen to it no disrespect. The only album that I was interested in was um, Trust Rapper Affiliate, um, Shay Noor. If you're unfamiliar with her, she is signed to uh, the label Trust, which uh, boasts rappers such as Class Murder, Ransom, and um, there's another rapper, 38 Special. Yeah, that's Cool G Raps Kid. He nice too. There's some nice rappers in that crew. And she is no slouch. And she would, and you know, if you want a little bit more of her portfolio, you gotta check out the Trust the Sopranos project that came out in 2021. It was it was ranked on my top 100 uh, rap and um, top 100 overall. So top 50 rap, top 100 overall list. Definitely worth a listen. But she drops her album, Food for Thought, today. And. Here's the thing. The whole back of this project is the production. A lot of you auto-tune-loving, trap star, crying over auto-tune, Dage Loaf biting ass rappers. You know, because, you know, I always say Dage Loaf biting because Dage Loaf don't get no credit for creating a style that everyone's using. Hence the wide intro, but hey. Um, the beats on Food for Thought are not necessarily up to par for me. I expected better. Did I expect trap beats? No. Did I expect Metro Boomin? No. I just expected better beats. 
just period. You know, uh, the, she's, she's from Buffalo, by the way. Obviously, you know, that boasts the Griselda family. And Armani Caesar's on the album, too. Man, don't ever give Armani Caesar the last verse on anything. Make her ass go second. Because, <laughs> my God. We're gonna go through this bitch, though. We're gonna go through this bitch, y'all. Take a walk with me, man. Take a walk with me. You know. Um, I like the concept of food for thought. Because if I read you the track names, you know, you would understand why she went with that concept. But I felt like also the concept wasn't necessarily used enough throughout the project but um it's all about food with the titles you know what i'm saying you know eat to live is the intro um split the bread yeah shay nor comes out swinging she came out swinging on split the bread with the with the lyrics eat eat or star it's probably my least favorite on here um bless the fool one of my least favorites as well. Now, when the album started kicking off, was Ladies Brunch. Woo! All three of those girls, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce uh, one of the ladies' names on the song. Y'all have to give me that pronunciation, Buffalo people. Buffalo, tap in, man. But Shay Nior, the other female rapper on the, on the song, and Armani Caesar all killed that Ladies Brunch record. Praises was straight. Table for three with Shane Nior. 38 Special Ransom. Fire. Good collab. Was a little bit disappointed in gold cutlery with Rome Streets. I thought Rome Streets should have went a little bit harder. I don't think either one of them really executed that well on the project. Brains for Dinner was pretty good. And Communion. Oh, this was the best song on the album by far. Communion. My goodness. Like she poured her heart, her soul, her pain. I felt her whole life into that record, man. Like she really did her thing on, on that record. She really killed that shit. Overall, I think Food for Thought is a solid project. Shane Yor has great lyrical ability, great storytelling ability, but the production and sticking to the concept were things that were lacking in the project. It could have been a lot better. I expected a little bit more than that, but not that much more. So maybe she'll grow with her next album or whatever. But that was the only music that was set to come out tomorrow that I got a preview of. Because I get a, I get my shit a year. I mean, not a year, but a day before. Oh, boy. Let's go to the NBA. James Harden is a bitch-ass nigga, if this is true. I heard that James Harden might be exploring other options in the offseason. He doesn't mind if he's not a net. 
Are you serious? Are you fucking serious? These motherfuckers came and got you. Gutted their youth. Gutted their youth. They had Tory and Prince. They had uh, Jared Allen. They had Karis LeVert. They had Spencer Dinwiddie. And they gutted all of that talent to bring your ungrateful, fat, out of shape, dusty, crusty, bearded ass over there. And you mean to tell me you have the audacity to possibly want out? That's only if this is true. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I will admit that I was wrong. But if this is true, Harden's got to be the weakest bitch in NBA history. Like, I, I, I already hate him the most out of any NBA player currently. I hate that nigga. I really think that he's done a lot of harm to the game of basketball. Some of it intentionally and some of it unintentionally. Because they told James Harden to play this way and we'll pay you X amount of money to do so. Yeah, I was I was very I was very I'm very disappointed in James Harden. Like KD and Kyrie did not have to uh, ask for your services. You're the biggest fucking loser, nigga. KD and Kyrie already got their rings. They will retire as respected Hall of Famers. Meanwhile, you will retire the ringless Hall of Famer that you are. If you decide to leave this Nets team. Now, speaking of the Nets, I heard that Nick Claxton might be on the trading block. I don't know if that's true or not. But if that is true, I'd be shocked. Because, you know, in the offseason during training camp. During training camp, right? Nick Claxton was highly, highly respected by his teammates. He was highly respected and coming into camp as one of the better players. Mills 
everybody else is very expendable because Patty Mills is the only person on the Nets that and and, and Aldridge that can generate offensively consistently. Now defense is where the Nets have problems. As I keep reiterating, they need a shot blocker. And getting a guy like Andre Drummond, who can clog up the paint, not necessarily block shots consistently, but he would be an upgrade. I think the Nets should also cut Blake Griffin and James Johnson and trade Bruce Brown and Joe Harris. That's what I honestly think should really happen here. Those are my thoughts. And they need a better 3 and D guy. I mean, hell, they should they should uh, inquire about Dwight Howard. Why not? They need somebody like that. Who's a hardworking beast. Especially on the boards. should happen to the Nets. Now, the the, the Eastern Conference, have y'all noticed that, that, that this motherfucker is supremely fully loaded fries, y'all? Because let me read the records to y'all to, to show y'all how close the East is in the number one spot, right? Chicago is 28 and 15. They're number one currently. The Heat are 29 and 16. Honestly, they're a win. The Heat, surprisingly, are one win away from being at the top of the Eastern Conference. And a lot of people did have predictions that the Heat would be in the championship conversation and one of the top teams in the East. I'm not going to say that I was one of those people, but what I can say is the addition of Kyle Lowry being an NBA champion. You know what I'm saying? That would be huge because they already went to the finals two years ago and they just got Bam at a buyout back. You know, Jimmy Butler's 100% now. Lowry's out there. Duncan, Tyler, Tyler Hero is definitely a most improved player candidate. And that's not being talked about enough. 
The East is loaded, y'all. And then the Brooklyn Nets are 28 and 16. They're, they're both a half a game behind the Bulls in the Heat for number one. And they're doing this despite Kevin Durant being hurt, despite Kyrie being in and out of the lineup, and despite James Harden being up and down all season. The Nets, even with them, the three, the big three only logging in one game together, are still third. That is telling. And look at the Milwaukee Bucks, two games behind, but 28 and 16, nonetheless. Right? The, the Philadelphia 76ers are 26 and 18. They're two and a half games back from the number one spot in the uh, East. The Cavaliers are 27 and 19. They're two and a half games behind for the number one spot in the East. And then from seven and on, you know, the, even, the, even the Hornets are 25 and 20, only four games behind. The East is loaded. And it's a shame. The fall off of the Hawks is mind-boggling to me. Like, I thought Atlanta for sure was going to be a top two seed. They had nothing but potential, but they failed to play up to their standards. That is a cause for concern. Boston Celtics, I can see them being play inbound. They're uh, a half game back from the eight seed. The Raptors are a good team, even though they're on a two-game losing streak. The Knicks are probably the most disappointing to me. Hey, my Pistons won 11 games. We're finally in the double digits. I'm happy. Wow, the Magic are 8-38. and 38. As to be expected, I knew they were going to suck ass. And I knew they were going to be the worst team in the league, too, I think. Only team I really misjudged was the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Atlanta Hawks. Everybody else is turning out to be what I thought they would be. They are who we thought they were. Um, the game allegedly squashed the Kanye West and Hit Boy beef. As Hit Boy was in the studio with Kanye and Game while they were working on their new song that came out. And I forgot the name, I forgot the name of that motherfucker, but it's a very good song though. I I enjoyed it, even the uh Pete Davidson threats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So the East is like, oh yeah, game and hit boy. Yeah, that's where I was at. So my thoughts about this is it's pretty good. You know, hit boy was a little bit hurt and disappointed when I seen that interview with him, Rory and Mal about, you know, the Kanye thing because he was talking shit about hit boy, even though Kanye had made some points. I don't think Kanye was really being malicious with Hit, though. But, you know, Hit Boy was like, we just seen Kanye. We was just hanging out with Kanye. What is he talking about? But, yeah, man, as far as I'm concerned, I'm glad that their issues are handled. Now we just need Kanye to pay Big Sean his money. Lonzo Ball, oh, my God. 
this might slow the Bulls run just a little bit. But however, the return of Alex Caruso does help with this issue and problem. Now, Lonzo Ball tore his meniscus and he is set to miss two months. Now with the Bulls having a great season right now, overachieving, um, Alex Caruso is a good replacement for Lonzo. They do both of some of the same things. You know, that wingspan that Lonzo has is what puts him above Caruso. But Caruso can defend. Caruso can shoot. Caruso can jump really high. So Lonzo will be missed because it's another man. Man up. But, you know, Chicago has the next, next man up. And Caruso will be the starter for the Chicago Bulls in his place. Now, it's safe to say we can welcome Joel Embiid to the MVP race. I told y'all last year I felt like even with the injury, I think that Joel Embiid should win. And I'm going to be a man and say it again. I think Joel Embiid should win the MVP this year. I mean, him and Joker's numbers are like very, very close, except Joker is just beating him in assist. But Embiid has improved all around from his mid-range to his three-point shot to his turnaround to his hook shot to his post-game to his defense. So we're talking about a man who has literally improved on his game. From the top to the bottom. And it's not being talked about enough, in my personal opinion. So, those are just my thoughts on uh, on Embiid. He's definitely in that conversation with Steph Curry. Unfortunately, Kevin Durant might not be in the race anymore because of his injuries. Yeah, man. And it's sad because Kevin Durant was my number one choice for MVP. And it sucks that he had to get injured. And it's not fair. But um, Stephen Curry is still in the MVP race. Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo-Negro. And the fifth guy, I'll let y'all determine, like... I'll let y'all niggas determine who the fifth guy is because I have no idea outside of those four who have been more consistent than those those cats. But not least, <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James was caught stat padding yet again. First, he was caught looking at his stats. Now, he was caught taking a layup at the end of the Pacers game. 
in which they lost. How do you lose to the Indiana Pacers, bro? The Pacers are terrible. Easy. Just don't play defense. Because that's all you got to do when, when you're the Los Angeles fakers. It's not play defense. They don't play no defense. This nigga, Sabonis, got hurt in the game. Prayers to him. Hopefully that doesn't affect his trade value because I'm very interested to see if Portland could go get him. Him and his dad. That way him and his dad would have played for the Trailblazers. That'd be dope. Um, 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists for uh, Sabonis last night. Uh, just uh, yeah, Justin Holiday, 11 points. Karis Levert, this man had a fourth quarter. That nigga was playing like he was on a mission. He's trying to go to a contender, y'all. 30 points. Malcolm Brogdon, 19 points. Chris Duarte, 11 points. Wow. Meanwhile, LeBron got his little 30. 30 points, 12 rebounds, and 5 assists. Damn, I'm glad I didn't bet for the Lakers to win that game. I should have bet on Indiana to win that game. God damn it. Russell Westbrook, 14 points, 5 of 17. This motherfucker had four threes. How the fuck you four for six from three, but five of 17 everywhere else? I don't get it. And for the last and thousandth time, as updated as far as this morning on every website, every YouTube channel, right? Nobody in the NBA wants Russell Westbrook. So this is something that the Lakers are going to be stuck with. But however, there is a, a silver lining. Once Russell, Russell Westbrook's contract is up next season, that's $41 million. I would honestly want to keep him so that we can go out there and free agency hard and build around Anthony Davis. That's if Anthony Davis stays with the Lakers. Carmelo Anthony had 14 points last night. That's pretty good. Taylor Horton Tucker had 20, and they still lost. Wow. What happened to y'all precious Stanley Johnson? Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson killing Rudy Gobert. Stanley Johnson, Stanley Johnson. Fuck Stanimal. Fuck him. Where was that nigga last night? Four points. One of three shooting. This Is this your king, Lakers? <laughs> your real king had 30. Your, your, your new king couldn't get, get four points. He could barely get that. Stanley Johnson. Go fuck out my face. But that's crazy that nobody... Oh, yeah, and last but not least, I almost forgot. The Philadelphia 76ers rejected a deal that I felt they should have took. They offered... The, the Sacramento Kings were willing to trade Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, Buddy Hill, and two first-round picks for Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Matisse Thybulle. 
And they said, no. What the fuck are you doing, Daryl Morey? This is why I hate Daryl Morey. And he's one of the reasons why basketball is fucked up from a GM standpoint. Elton Brand, do you still work for the Sixers, bro? Elton Brand would have took this in a heartbeat. Real, real nigga to real nigga, player to player, pimp to pimp. Right? Are you kidding me? Sacramento offered you a hell of a backcourt. You got Buddy Hill and Seth Curry busting threes. Matisse Thybul, who can lock up. I mean, not Matisse Thybul, but um. Harrison Barnes, who is a good two-way player. Not great, but a good two-way player. And an NBA champion, goddammit. And y'all said no? What the fuck? And then you could get rid of Ben Simmons and that big-ass contract. You can get rid of Tobias Harris and that big-ass contract. And you get two first-round picks. Bitch, I would have took that shit in a fucking heartbeat. Niggas is wildin'. I would have fired Daryl Morey. I'll fire that nigga tonight. That nigga will be outside sucking dick with a wala. I need a beer sign fucking with me. I would have took that deal. I'd call the fucking Sacramento Kings and says, yeah, say yes, nigga, we'll take it. Two big ass ignorant contracts. You got three contracts that are not that fucking big. And you get depth. You mean to tell me that Buddy Hill, Tyrese Halliburton, and Harrison Barnes is going to be added to Joel Embiid? Bro, and Tyrese Maxey, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond? Yeah, they fuck. You know you done fucked up, right? You know you fucked up. But yeah, that's my show, man. This is King Known Uncensored. Why would I stop? Is that versatile enough for you fuck niggas? Good night.